26, hard to believe, believe, can't even talk, hard to believe that April is about to end, and so is the Bundesliga, um, it's been, it's been a wild season, it's been a wild week, uh, in a wild year, um, I'm a little, I think allergies, don't think it's sickness, but a little under the weather tonight, so bear with me if I sound a little, uh, some easily <laughs> uh you guys hanging in there this week uh, about the same woke up with a little uh extra congestion this morning we say it all the time i mean we had straight up winter weather uh, i can't even remember the days but like there was a string of days that it was you know in the 30s at night uh frost on the ground all of that and then this week we're gonna be pushing 90s again so for those of you that are around north carolina it's pretty pretty standard this time of year for us um but of course with swings like that it really can mess with the allergy sufferers of the world so that's where we are <laughs> but uh well you know this is the health podcast so <laughs> let's get into uh what we're here to talk about which is the Bundesliga. uh big news today the julian nagelsmann to Bayern munich uh deal is is very close to complete so like manager and um, club have agreed. He's he's had conversations with you know RB Leipzig, letting them know he wants to leave. Uh, just the final fee is is set to be ironed out between Bayern Munich and RB Leipzig. And Bill and some other outlets are actually saying that that fee has already been decided on. So we might see official statements from the clubs within I'd say the next forty eight hours is what it what it seems like. Um, Twenty million is that what I'm seeing, boys? Keep me honest here. 20 to 30 is what is what 20 they reported. And it's funny, last night I was seeing journalists saying 40. Um, and I don't want to rant, boys, but, you know, I've, I constantly have a lot of frustration with the way that uh, these outlets cover Bayern Munich, and especially around times like this. I mean, you guys remember the Leroy Sané drama, um, you know, drags on and on. And I, I just constantly feel like no matter what Byron does, it's wrong. <laughs> um, you know, because initially when the flick news came out, and, and I said I'm not going to rant, but here I go. <laughs> initially when the flick news came out, you know, it was very much this narrative, oh, Byron screwed up. They're letting, you know, a sextuple manager walk. And it doesn't look like they're even going to get Julian Nagelsmann. Um, and, and I have tweets. I mean, I put them in a group of, of – you know, outlets that were, that were saying, oh, you know, Nagelsmann is not going to come. The fee is going to be too high. Bayern Munich will never pay that. They screwed up with Flick. You know, crisis, crisis, crisis. And just in a matter of days, right, um, you know, now it's, well, you know, RB Leipzig will come down on the price a little bit. Uh, you know, Nagelsmann has always wanted to go to Bayern Munich. So, you know, of course, it's a match made in heaven. You know, great business by Bayern Munich to get this deal done very quickly to find a replacement for Flick. Uh, it's just um, there's going to be something else tomorrow, you know, and then I know that they've got to, you know, you got to get your, your headlines and all of that stuff, but it, it's just funny to me when you've been a Byron fan, uh, you know, for this amount of time that you can start to see that pattern of guys just, just sit back. Like 
it's going to work itself out. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's less of a rant, just more of an observation that uh, they love to ring the alarm bells and it's going to work itself out. Uh, we also, well, this is interesting too. Uh, Jesse Marsh, Stevie, I, I know that you're, you've been following this one. Um, Frankfurt are now in the running to pick. Well, I guess we, we already talked about that, right? Frankfurt being interested in him, but now with the Leipzig job opening up, you know, that on paper would be, you know, the perfect move for him coming from, um, gosh, uh, Austria, um, over to, to Leipzig, um, you think Frankfurt has a chance now with the RB job open up a CV, or are you think he's gonna he's gonna land in Leipzig? I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I think I think he's gonna make his rounds with, with both of them. Um, I think he'll I think he'll have more success at Leipzig than Frankfurt. At, um, you know, long term because Leipzig's gonna have the money that to build that squad back up and be competitive. Frankfurt, I'm not so I'm not so sure if they, if they they'd be willing to pay what Leipzig would be paying for some some players to keep competitive. All that being said, it'd be it'd be interesting to see Frankfurt play a whole different style than what they're used to because when you think of Frankfurt you think of frustrating defense that you can't break down. Um, and Salzburg was not like that. So it'd be very interesting to see an attack-minded Frankfurt versus a defensive-minded Frankfurt team. Because Frankfurt historically has been defense, and that's our number one priority. But and, and I would like Leipzig, who needs someone that that I mean, we 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 know what Nagelsmann did with with that that squad. So, and I would say under Adi Hutter, though, I would say this: it makes more sense now, doesn't it? than, say, following Nico Kovacs. Because Adi Hutter has yeah. made them a lot more dynamic than they were, yeah. you know, even five years ago. So so I do see more of a transition from, from an Adi Hutter who, who um, definitely plays more attack-minded than maybe historical Frankfurt. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and from a Leipzig point of view, I wanted to – you want, I want to get y'all's thoughts on this, right? I mean, even if it's $20 million, what you've done there, um, you know, Upa Makano, again, boys, keep me honest here. That was a free. 60 million. Um, oh. Well, the transfer to Bayern, the market value was 60. The transfer was 42, I think. Um, okay, so 42 million there, 20 million on Nagelsmann. That's not bad business. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and for a man, 20 million for a manager smashes the, the, uh, the record. And that's on the low side, right? I mean, they're still talking about it could potentially be higher than that. How are you feeling if you're Leipzig in that scenario? I mean, you yes, you did lose Nagelsmann. Yes, you did lose Upamakano, but from from a business standpoint, um, and if you you know you tack on the Timo Werner transfer last season, they've done some really good business, and also that they're set to lose uh, Konate as well mm-hmm. to, to Liverpool. So that, that, that's more transfer money coming in. Um, and they've got big signings coming in. A um, couple of new center backs coming in. Um, you got the dude from, from Zagreb who's very – supposed to be, you know, incredible. Um, 
Robbery coming in, another center forward. You also did wrap up the Angelino deal. Nokino was excited about that. Um, don't forget Heinrichs coming back to the Bundesliga from, from Monaco. They've, they've done some, some good business, is all I'm saying. And, and I think from a roster point of view, you know, they're, they're going to have to see how the defenders pan out. I mean, that doesn't happen overnight. But I think as far as depth, they're going to they're look better next season than they do this year. Um, and this is a team that finished second to Bayern Munich. Uh, well, not quite. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what, what do you think, boys? You know, if, if from a Le- RB Leipzig point of view on this, you gotta like it if you're from them, right? You, you know, you gotta think of this team as still a new club. I realize that they've got an influx of money and they've had some early success. Um, you know, being a consistent team towards the top, but you know. In, in relative age, that they're a very young team, um, you know, and Bayern still is the big boy on the block. And, you know, it's not unusual to see Bayern, you know, come in, get some talent that they want there. But, I mean, just looking at the oh, – is, is that a jab at uh, Bayern from the rivals? Yeah, because you know that's what I was kind of prodding at. I wanted to see if anybody, you know, if anybody felt otherwise because um, – I mean, there obviously can be the point of view that, that Leipzig has kind of uh, been done dirty here. You know, you finish second to Bayern, and then big bully Bayern comes in, still is your, you know, your handsome manager, still is your, uh, your young Doubled center your back. money alone on Upa Makai. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the money's, the money's worth it. <laughs> right? They're not stupid, right? They yeah. know the situation that's unfolding in the Bundesliga, right? They have to continue to bring in and develop talent. And they've been able to keep a lot of guys. They haven't lost a ton, right? So you lose one or two, right? And But you have that sort of feeder system, a lot of, you know, crossover from Salzburg to Leipzig. And Salzburg, as we know, is well-established in Austria as one of the top teams there. So, you know, getting – they bought him for – Upa Makano for $20 million. Mm-hmm. and sold him off for 46 in, mm-hmm. you know, five years. And you got, you know, five great years out of him, and he's still pretty young. So yeah, I, think, I, mean, I think they're perfectly fine. I think, you know, they're looking at it currently as let's just be better at, you know, producing talent and winning as the second best team in the league while we try to challenge Bayern than anybody else, Right. Everybody else in that league is in that same boat outside of Bayern where they're producing talent and they're going to have to eventually sell off some of it while trying to contend for titles. Leipzig is looking at it going, we're the best at doing that right now. We're going to continue to make good, solid investments and make good deals. And we've seen that we can begin to push Bayern. Now, now here's something for you, boys. I'm going to keep us on this, this train of thought here. When I'm looking at Bayern Munich and, and what Nagelsmann is walking into, David Alba walking for free, Jerome Boateng walking for free, Javier Martinez walking for free. And it's, you know, the Bayern board, Kina, you know all too well, has been pretty adamant about, you know, there's not going to be big, big signings this summer. Not going to be big signings. And what we talked about, you know, uh, leading up to the Flick departure is that in a lot of ways, this team this year, and I think results kind of um, kind of align with this this train of thought that this team was weaker this season than they were in their sextuple year. Um, 
fair assessment that this team, at least roster-wise, will then be even weaker coming into next season, Keaton? There's certainly a concern for that. You know, a handful of those guys that you know could be staying have had legitimate injuries in this process as well, right? Brian seen you know an influx of injuries to some guys that haven't had them and some guys that have had them consistently. Um, you know, you do bring in Omar Richards to add depth. Chris Richards has looked really good at Hoffenheim under his development. Um, I'm actually really interested to see you know how he gets utilized next season you know Musiala looks great so you know don't be surprised if you see some rejigging of the lineup in a formation standard to try to alleviate some of the uh I don't know though I I mean those are some big names here and and there's also Toliso who you know a, a guy we haven't heard from in quite a bit with injury but the thought, you know, it was pretty clear that Byron would have to sell him. And, you know, now with the injury, that could come at a loss as well. Um, you know, it sounds like they really need the money. I'd be, I'd be surprised if he stays, I guess is all I'm saying. Um, and, and given his injury history, it's hard to imagine that they'll get market value for him at this point. Um, no, but that's top to the bottom, piece. I would say this is probably – a worse team than this past season's team. Right. But right. what we're looking at right now with no additional uh, players brought in outside of basically Uba Makano and Omar Richards as a backup left back. Yeah. And, and the losses going out, right? Not counting the losses that were not made up for from the previous year, you know, when Flick won every trophy available. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting because, you know, like, like I said, on, on paper, I, I definitely see Leipzig as being stronger. I would see uh, they have a, a deeper squad. I wouldn't say it's a stronger squad. Then this season, Bayern. are you saying that to Bayern? Oh, I wasn't saying to Bayern. No, 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 no. I was saying as far as trajectory, they, they should have a stronger squad next season than they have this season. I see Bayern moving backwards and, gotcha. and from yes, a yes. – a greater league narrative. Do I think that Bayern's going to lose the title? I don't think so. But from a greater league you're narrative, it does. Gap, yeah, it does make things very interesting, right? Because yes. you're seeing at what five points right now. Um, again, not saying that this is where we're going to be a year from now, but um, as far as offseason moves, they're making moves. And, and another squad, which we will talk about in a little bit, <laughs> Borussia Dortmund, who you know has no business being where they're being right now. But it is an absolute joy to see them start to play the type of football that they should have been playing for for weeks and months. Um, and, you know, if they are successful with their push to Champions League, um, or even, you know, as, as we talked about last week, I think even Europa might be enough for them to hold on to some of these guys. We're going to be in for a, for a fun season, um, really fun season at the top. But let, let's, let's dig into it a little bit, boys. Um, you know, the Friday fixture this week saw the Billy Goats of Colm take care of Augsburg. And, Pauly D, I want to start with you on this one because, you know, you had some strong words last week about Augsburg and, and you know, the poor performance. And it did lead to Heiko Herlich get sacked this week. We didn't talk about that pre-show, but uh, Heiko Herlich did get sacked. And they brought in Stevie's boy, Marcus Weinziel. Um side, bo- side note there, it is funny to look back and to think about, you know, Schalke being in, in 
uh, shambles, whatever you want to call it. And I remember for a long time, that's where fingers are pointing. Like, you know, Marcus Meinzel is a problem. Uh, you remember he had a falling out with, was it, was it Max Meyer? Who did he have? He had a fallout with a lot of players. You remember any, Stevie, we'll, we'll pick your brains about that later. But, you know, many players said they're leaving Schalke because of him. And, and at the time, we were so naive to think, you know, he's the problem. Once they get rid of him, they'll be fine. I guess they were for a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> Pauly D, Augsburg. Um, about what you expected in this one? Two, three call? Despite the resurgence in the second half, yeah, basically what I thought, basically. Um, just a continued, persistent drive from Cologne and a lot of integrity on their side, unlike the latter. And really, I feel like the right team won. Very, very subdued Pauly D today. Very subdued. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that Duda volley, it's, that's up there. Uh, it's, I've, I've got to look back. I'd say top. 10 i want to say top five but i probably shouldn't say top five on the season um but top five top 10 on the season fair assessment keep me honest keep me honest boys i mean it was it was gorgeous yes that's fair look like a uh, fifa goal honestly um you know dude is a guy was really excited to see what he could do at Colm. um it's been a rocky year for him it seems like i mean Colm in general has been a rocky year but days like this are he really shows, you know, what he can do. I mean, Colin just absolutely picked Augsburg apart. <laughs> um, and the Vargas goal, I mean, as Paulie said, they did claw back second half. Um, Augsburg had some some attacking master class in the second half as well, especially that Vargas goal, but just wasn't enough. Uh, but I'm, boys, you know, it's, it's, it's that time again. It's that time again. How are we feeling about the Billy Goats? Let's say, let's say one, we'll, we'll keep it short and sweet for right now. Um, between one and ten. How do you feel about uh, them staying afloat in the Bundesliga this year? Ten, ten guaranteed. One guaranteed the other way. I have a strong at least eight that they would edge above the playoff spot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Got them out of the playoff. Steve, I know you got thoughts. Hey, I mean, you can deflect. I know you're going to do a relegation show later. So, you know, if you don't want to disclose anything right now, I understand. I've put about five. Okay. Plain it safe. Plain it safe. Just because they have a favorable schedule down the stretch. And, yeah. But... Okay. Okay. What'd you think, Akina? I can't remember if you had them. Did you have them last week? I had him down, but I'm going to go a wishful seven. Oh, wishful, wishful. And again, boys, the thing we have to keep in mind is, you know, every week, Herita's got another game in hand. I think this is going to be the last match that they're going to miss. But uh, I have to remember that even though they are three points behind, they've got three games to make up that, that, that difference. So um, we got to keep that in mind there. But boy, oh, boy. Billy Goats are marching again. Yeah, so Hertha will play uh, this coming Monday after we have the weekend off with uh, Polkow semifinals for Friday and Saturday. So the charge for for Hertha starts on Monday. Yeah, they have like 
what, what, what was it like six games in 20 days or something like that to make up the three games they missed and then to come back into the actual um, schedule. Yeah. I'm hoping those boys uh, were able to make the most of quarantine. Uh, hope, you know, I mean, if they have a quarantine like Goreska, you know, maybe they come back jacked up, you're ready to go. And we see a new look Hertha. Um, you know, maybe a New York Knicks-esque uh, resurgence here is all, is all you can hope for for Big City Club. You know, and, and talking about resurgence, talking about resurgence, just, you know, I mean, they deserve a round of applause this week, this Bruce Dortmund side. Did I want to see them beat Wolfsburg? No. But uh, they're putting a lot of doubters to bed. I mean, 2 0. Um, Erling Holland continues to be masterful. <laughs> Stevie, where, where was this side? Where has this side been? <laughs> and 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 more importantly, will they stick around? <laughs> I think they'll stick around. Um, I think they have like Leipzig mines and a couple other uh, teams left. Um, it'd be an interesting last couple games for them for sure, but. I think they always seem to come through when the season's on the line, when it's too little, too late. And mm-hmm. this happened again. Oh, so you're you're saying it's too late? Because I'll give you the next question. I mean, I, I, I say time. I say as uh, like I, I, I think I think with, with Frankfurt falling the way they're falling, I mean, it's very possible that uh, Dortmund can snag that fourth spot. Um, but I just feel like they always that Dorman always does this. It seems like at the end of the season, they seem to turn it on at the last bit of the <laughs> When season. it doesn't matter. When it doesn't matter. But it definitely matters this year, I'll tell you that. So so third place, Wolfsburg, 57 points. Fourth place, Frankfurt, 56 points. And then Dortmund at 55. Uh, I think it's fair to say Leverkusen's falling out of that now at 50. But um, boy, oh boy, that 57, 56, and 55. If you think the Bundesliga is boring... Ken will buy you a beer, sit you down, watch some of these games because this is going to come down the stretch here. Tell you that. Tell you that. Um, doesn't get any better than that. I mean, you, you have to think, too, Erling Holland, this is the moment, isn't it? I mean, your chance to, to secure something special for this team, he, he's, he's doing it. He's doing it. How about that goal scoring race too? I mean, yeah. he and Silva neck and neck, twenty five goals. Like I said, it, it, in a world without Lewandowski, that's that's headlines. But you know, that's when he's eleven goals clear of them. It's equivalent to every other league's top score. Yeah, I mean, it, somebody pulled it up. I think it's it's pretty much on pace. Actually, probably beyond what he and Bamiang had that year um, when they were neck and neck this time of year. Because um, I think. Did they finish? Did they even hit 30 that season? They might have just barely hit 30. It, it wasn't much more. It was right around this. This, uh, I mean, this is a typical, I'd say, you know, a goal-scoring race, mid-20s this time of year. Uh, 36 is just, yeah, otherworldly. Um, you know, and, and from a Wolfsburg point of view, I'm not too concerned. Um they are still very much in the driver's seat out of those three teams, but I mean, they've, they've got a, 
they got hauled together. I mean, what's coming up for them is Union Berlin on Saturday, May 8th, and then Bruce Dortmund have RB Leipzig. So, whew. yeah, the uh, both for Dortmund and Wolfsburg, they're they play the same teams except that uh, the Dortmund has Leverkusen and Wolfsburg has Union. So they both play Leipzig and they both play Mainz. Mm-hmm. Good call out. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Um, you know, I don't want I don't want to bore us. I don't want to bore us. Uh let's let's talk about Leipzig then. You know, since we're talking about an upcoming opponent for them. Just again, keep me on track, but I don't want I don't want Boris running down this. Let's let's you know, let's get to the meat and potatoes, laddies. Big day for Leipzig. Um, you know, amidst all of the you know, off the field drama, they came out and bawled, took care of Stuttgart. Uh, you know, I thought it was a good performance for them. Uh, you know, Stuttgart, it was a tough day. <laughs> it was a tough day. Uh, you know, the red car early. They fought through it for a while, honestly. Um, it didn't look to phase them, but, uh, you know, eventually, I think, you know, Leipzig was just just overpowered them. I don't know. Is, is, does that game mean anything? I think I know the answer. <laughs> no, it's, it's what we talked about last week or last or Thursday. Like th- this was like the one that was like, eh, it didn't yeah. really matter for either team. To be honest, to be completely honest, I think the only thing it really mattered for for uh, Leipzig is it put more pressure on Bayern. But it there there was this game was kind of pointless for both teams. Yeah, and I mean, unless anybody's got any thoughts, I'm gonna keep the train moving. You know, because as far as putting pressure on Bayern, Bayern still had the opportunity to win the title this week. Um, mm, mm. <laughs> Didn't quite happen. Um, they fall two one to Mainz, who Mainz, you know, look like they're on top of the world right now. A team that was most of us on the show, I think, other than Stevie, you know, said they were done for real, for real done. I've now climbed all the way up to 12th. I mean, they, they were surging. You know, it was it was a great day for them. Um, a forgetful day for Brian Munich, to put it lightly. You know, and I, I was texting with Keenan. I missed the group chat, but, you know, I basically said all I wanted was a Robbie Lewandowski goal, if not two or three. He did get one about 94 minutes in. Um, he, get, he gets one which brings him that much closer to the Gary Muller record. But that, I mean, I don't know, boys, that was the only silver lining for, for Byron. And even at that point, I wouldn't even call it a Byron silver lining. I think it's just a Robert Lewandowski personal record silver lining. Um, what's your thoughts on that, Joaquina? It was an embar- embarrassing shambles of a performance from, I mean, they just got completely outplayed by a Mines team that looked like a team that's going to stay up. I mean, you know, from their abilities to navigate through Byron's press to press Byron themselves, you know, how often do you see Neuer try to clear the ball and it gets deflected, you know, out the end line, right? Like people just don't press Byron like that. Certainly not teams that were as far down in the relegation battle as they were at that, you know, halfway point of the season. Right. Um, but, you know, we saw a lot of guys that either looked tired or 
Like they didn't have their legs back under them from being out for Bayern. And they mm. just looked completely off, you know, off kilter for themselves, right? There just wasn't that link up play. Um, I thought the, the subs at halftime were good moves. Um, Tangai looked great when he came in. Um, you know, Tyler had described him going into the second chill, or, uh, PSG fixture um, as an aerial threat there, and he proved that defensively. So good to see him actually get some uh, get some good minutes and win some battles. Um, would have liked to have seen David Alaba when he moved to the midfield really, you know, slide out wide and provide some crossing because I think that's where Bayern could have taken advantage because they just, you know, the, the couple of times that they did look partially dangerous is it came from crosses into the box. And when you have a man like Lewandowski, that's who you got to go to. Yeah. I think that, that sums it up. Paulie D, any, any thoughts on that one? We'll put you on the spot here. I know uh, it's one to forget. Well, Luis' foot isn't rusty. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think by the end, uh, you know, I think Kena said it. Coming back to fitness, it took him a little bit to get get his feet under him, but uh, getting that goal definitely keeps him on the right path. You know, and. and and this is one of those weird games, boys. You know, Bayern, again, a really tough run to, to end that Champions League. You come back, you beat Wolfsburg, you beat Leverkusen. I mean, those are two games that you're going you're gonna to be up for. It's, you know, call it what you want. It, it's Mainz. Um, don't lose sleep over it, boys. Don't lose sleep over it. Uh, it does set up, you know, because as Steven pointed out, it does set up a very intriguing fixture with Gladbach um, coming up you know, which could potentially sell the title and it's a much you know, bigger opponent. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that one shakes up. And, you know, of course, Gladback, and then that one will be at home as well. So you can win the title against Gladback in Allianz Arena. Be kind of cool. But um, yeah, speaking of Gladback, you know, we, it's, it's been the running joke, you know, which Gladback team are we going to see? Stevie, man, man, oh man. This is, you know, oof, this is ugly. You know, but, uh, <laughs> I will, I will say, there's no but. There's no, no but. I will, I will say this: it looked like Bielefeld was tired. Because <laughs> if you think about how many games that, that every team has played, like they they don't play this many games, not in not in a week. Like they, they played Saturdays, Wednesday, and then Sunday. Like that's a lot of games for them because they don't play like new games, but. Yeah, 5-0 is not what you wanted to have happen to you. Oh. Even if you lost, you don't like you don't want to get a five. Because that goal difference is going to be a huge uh point of contention later in the season if you don't end up getting your three points that you need. Um it, it was and this was one I was like, if they can get a point, I think you know, for the rest of the season. That they should be good to stay up, but now the way that Cone's playing, you you hope that you know you can get a point, in, you can get some points against uh, Hertha and um, I think they play Augsburg. Uh, or no, they never played Augsburg. Um, uh, Stuttgart. Like you, you hope you can get a couple points from those games, but it, there's no guarantee. <laughs> uh, especially with that Stuttgart plays, you, you just never know. How that one's gonna go, but 
and to put things in perspective too for the fans, that's one point clear of of Colin now, and and you're sitting at 28 uh, minus 28 goal differential to Colin's 24. Yeah. So that again goes to show just how big those five goals, <laughs> you know, um, can swing the goal differential because now, you know, it's going to take Colin really getting bullied, um, you know, for for the the goal differentials to to line back up. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it looked like other than <laughs> a, uh, a, a filled day. Just getting, like, steamrolled by a Gladback side that finally decided what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, Gladback getting it from the usual suspects. It was great to see Bolo get back on the score sheet. Um, he's had, you know, an up-and-down season. I think this was his second brace at Gladback, I want to say, second or third. Um, so really good for him. Um, it's Bizzaini keeps his uh, his perfect record from the penalty spot. So you know that's another highlight. Very talented lad there. And then you know, Plea said, "Hey, let me get in. Let me get a little bit of this too." Um, you love to see that from your striker. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you can't forget the Marks turn one. You know that that was that was rather cheeky. That was rather cheeky. It was a Gladback I know and love, <laughs> but it was also Beelville. So, you know, we, we, we will see. We will see. Uh, they typically, you know, like I said, they, this is a team that beat Bayern Munich in the reverse fixture. So we'll see what, what has in store for, uh, for May 8th. It's going to be a very, very mouthwatering affair. And then for Bielefeld, um, they will be her just first fixture back, right? Yes. I guess they'll, Sunday. you know, if, if, if it was what Steven says, and they're tired. They're going to be playing against a team that's going to be more rested than probably any team in the world well, no, right now. No, because they start uh, Monday uh, on the 3rd of, of May. They go Monday, Wednesday, uh, Sunday. Oh, for Hertha? Oh, Hertha. yeah, you're right. You're right. So they'll already have, they'll have the uh, – Lines... will be their first game back to regular programming. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it'll be Mines. Not Friday, the catch-up games. Yeah, then Bielefeld. Hertha. Say that again. So it'd be Mines, Freiburg, then Bielefeld. And then they'll hit the Schalke fixture to actually catch up. That's what it is. Catch up. Right, 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 right. So uh, they'll play the regular match. They won't, their their match day on the ninth will not be like a makeup fixture. It'll be. It'll be their actual one. Actual one. And then they'll make up the Schalke one after that. Because it was supposed to be on Friday. It was supposed to be the Friday fixture, but they changed it to Sunday because of all the makeup games. Right, 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 right. Okay. So they won't be rested. But it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a big one um, because you know believe it or not well it's not believe it or not I think most people believe it that that hurts us down there so they're gonna be desperate to get some points I, I think they get it done um, I still see Bielefeld going down but uh, neither here nor there we are moving tonight laddies uh, Freiburg Hoffenheim that was another one that I feel like you know. There's not much in that. Two mid-table teams, um, one-one, which makes it even more of a of a snooze fest. Um, you know, Griefo pulls one back late to bring that out. And we were saying in pre-show, you know, this this Freiburg side consistent. You know, um, don't really see them in in relegation battles. I'm trying to think back when the last time they were in a legit relegation battle. You know, they they tend to be pretty safe there in the mid table. Um, 
And honestly, in this day and age, that's good to see. You know, it's good to see a club that could just consistently be there, um, you know, in a, in a time where we're losing the Hamburgs and the, the Schalkers of the world that, you know, people couldn't imagine happening. Uh, it, it's good to see just a tried and true <laughs> club that I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Um, any thoughts from that one, boys? It it made I mean it, it makes it a little bit more interesting for the relegation battle just because it it keeps Hoffenheim there with six. Oh, don't say six, that. Don't say six that. Point difference. I, I'm not saying that they are, but I'm saying if Mines beat Hertha, that that pops them up and then it brings them into the relegation battle, mm. quote unquote. Mm. Yeah, I mean I know you're consistent. You're consistent. Wait, what? Point yeah, wise. you're consistent. You're consistent. But here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I don't. I don't see Mainz in the relegation battle anymore. And and Hoffenheim has a point on them. So let's not let's not drag Hoffenheim down to that. Oh, two points. Yeah, yeah, two points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even more. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Um, I, the only way, only way reason why I say that could be because of the points. Like I don't see them as a relegation side. Like the like the ones that are in the battle right now. But as point wise, yeah. But what is it? Three games left. Yeah. So I mean, even if it's a small number of points, at some point, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, I don't know. They also. I know it's not mathematic. They're not mathematically yeah. clear yet, are they? No, but no. if you add in their goal differential, I mean, look at the goal differential yeah. for them. That's what I'm saying. Anyone yeah. else around there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 near. I guess what I'm saying is it's nearly mathematically impossible. I'd say look, yeah. one more win. I, I can't do math, but. I think one more win. Yes. They should be safe. Uh, shots to Sebastian Honus. Shots to Florian Colfeld. You know, two managers that we, I, I think we all would have thought would be on a hot seat. Um, and maybe they were on the hot seat a little bit, but, you know, they got the icy hot, cool things down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Both look like they're going to be in charge next season. Two of the few. I think, I think I'm more surprised at Colfeld returning. Just because this is back to back seasons of <laughs> being in that relegation zone. With, 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 he's not there, but at, like as in in like relegation spot, but as a, as teams that shouldn't be down there, staving off relegation. They're staving off relegation for two years in a row. Like you would, uh, he's like, eh, do we keep this guy around? And then I guess it comes down to expectations, right? You know, like, what, what's the expectation for him at Bremen? Is it to keep them afloat? Because if it is, he's yeah. done that. <laughs> you know what I'm like saying? With, like, with, the, with the players they have, that they, they should always be, like, mid-table. Yeah. And I don't, I, think, I don't think he's obviously not there because he's, well, one point out of relegation playoff. Yeah. Good there. <laughs> Uh, you know, it was uh, in that one is it was a big day for for Union. I think they they needed three points there. Um, again, I think Europe's just out of reach for them, but to stay there neck and neck with with Gladbach is is really telling. You know, I mean, even if even if you are first or second man out for Union Berlin side, that is that is massive. That is massive. Um, you know, because this is a side I think most people going into the season said, you know, low table, maybe even relegation. Um, so, wow, what what 
massive two seasons has been for them in a Bundesliga so far. Um, I think the future is really bright for that side. Honestly, they uh, they kind of remind me of uh, Stuttgart from last season. How Stuttgart was was kind of the same way with uh, with Mainz, where they snuck up on some teams uh, in their first season. Oh, obviously with Stuttgart, it's been uh, they've been Bundesliga before, but when they came back from relegation, how they were how Union was able to sneak up on teams that they never uh, that teams have never faced before. And then Stuttgart this season has done this kind of the same thing, and they kind of finished in the same spot. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would say the only difference there, like I mean, you said it yourself, is that where Stuttgart, Stuttgart, a lot of those players, that team has played against those sides. Um, but I guess what you're saying, so Union this season, right? They've they've had one year to play against. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're. They're they're a great side, honestly. I think a um, lot of people thought Stuttgart would go right back down, um, coming coming into the season. But it, I mean, I, I think it, it's hard to know what teams are going to look like when they come um, up from um, Bundesliga two into the into the top flight. It's it's hard to tell what they're going what their rosters make is going to be. Um, who they bring in as transfers or loans or whatever, like it's hard to it's hard to gauge how how these teams are going to face. But you have Stuttgart who's who has Bundesliga experience already, and most of the team, most of those players have stuck around. It makes a environment that's like, oh well, you know, we're not as bad as you know as these bully bully two teams you have who haven't been in Bundesliga in forever. Like right. like Bochum next next season who. When was the last time they were in the top flight? Right. Yeah, it's a safer bet for sure. It's a safer bet for sure. I think other than if Hamburg were to come up, um, but I think for the most part, like if you got a side that's that's been there, has been able to hold on to players. I mean, that was the story with Cole, right? Uh, you know, you're able to hold on a lot of guys that come back, and I think a lot of people said, okay, they they should be, they should have an easier time than than a side that has never been there before. And I think that's again what makes things so remarkable for. Uh, for Union is a side that sure players have been there, but as far as you know, a team that club's never been in a top flight. Um, it's yeah, it, it's it's quite the story. It's quite the story, and I'll tell you what. Yeah, next season it's going to be pretty wild. With uh, you know, I still have to see how things are going to shake out, but um, we should have some fresh blood and could potentially lose some some big dogs. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, and no, I mean, there was the Kadira news this week, too. Um, well, not this week, like today. Uh, Randy Kadira making a move to Union Berlin, which is, you know, interesting, too. Uh, the Kadira brothers on either side of the of the derby in Berlin uh, that we may not get to see next season. <laughs> so, uh, there's that. There's always um, Phil Cow. Yeah, it's true. Um, what do we miss, boys? What do we miss? Uh, do we go over I feel like that just that just missing that one game, it's like it makes things so much shorter. Um, because you know, Schalke hurts and didn't play, nor I'd be, really didn't need I'd be surprised if that game even happens, to be honest. So, I heard, I heard this, I was eating, and I, and I heard some chatter about this. The game's gonna happen, boys. You know, I don't, I don't going to, but it's just who, what, what player are they gonna be out there? Uh, the players that got them in <laughs> – well, I, look, I, no jokes, no jokes. I mean, 
I know that there's been, I think there's been three players that said they're not going to play um, Marie, uh, somebody. Charter and yeah. Uh, somebody, yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, but I think for the most part, the other guys are going to play. Um, you know, that we, that we heard of. <laughs> we, we don't I think they're going to play. I think they're going to play. Um, call me, call me on the show. I think they're going to play. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. It, it, it'd be, it'd, it'd be, you know, if that happened to me, it'd be, it'd be very hard to sit up for that, that club again. Like if, if, if I'm being threatened and like, I'm, I like, and these fans are acting this way. I, why, why would I want to? Why would I want to continue playing for this for this club? See, this is where it, uh, there's a lot of like uh, nuance with this because I think we, I think we we'll all be kidding ourselves as football fans if we thought any of this was shocking or surprising at all, right? Like, like is that just me? <laughs> Like I'm not I'm not shocked or surprised at all. I'm actually surprised that it took this long. Like that they went and I know that there's been like they've tried to get to the stadium before um, in previous fixtures. They're like climbing the walls and things like that. Um, but to keep it keep it at 150 percent. And again, I said this that I'm not condoning any type of violence. But imagine if there were fans in the stadiums for the season that that Shalka's had. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like I'm like look back at, you know, well, now it's been a minute, but, you know, look back at 2019, I guess, you know, previously when we did have fans, the type of things that were at stadiums for teams that were struggling or teams that were doing things that, you know, they didn't like. Uh, well, I remember when, uh, when Hamburg got relegated for the first, like, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, their whole, their whole entire stadium was on fire. And, uh, you know, the Hoffenheim, you remember the, the, the target, the, the banner with Hoffenheim's owner that had like the, uh, yeah. yeah, during the Bayern game. Yeah. The target thing on him. So, so again, I, if a player feels unsafe and he doesn't want to play, you know, by all means do what's best for you, you know, take care of not only your physical health, but your, your mental health, but these are professionals, right? I mean, um, and I'm not saying that they've signed up to, to, to take any type of violence, but they know better than all of us what, what comes with this. Um, I mean, I remember, uh, was it Dempsey talking about their games going to Mexico? And I know it is a little bit different too when you're looking at these are actually your fans, quote unquote, your fans that are doing it against you. But, you know, I mean, we, we see verbal abuse thrown at, at Bayern. You know, no, no, I guess what I'm saying is nobody's immune. Even if you're at the top, you're not immune to it. And so if you're a club that's been in the Bundesliga for years and years and years and years and you have not only your worst season, but one of the worst seasons of football in history. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it kind of be expected. Um, Even with top clubs, I can think back to um, the issue with Dortmund and, you know, the trauma that happened when it came to um, a lot of players, especially Mark Barcher, one of my um, favorites of that club and how, you know, he just had to, dismiss himself from that organization because he just him for the longest time and yeah ever since that like nothing is like really shocking to me anymore honestly that's that's really true I, I, yeah that's a good call out because i did think of that one too um i know that that yeah that was that was hard on a lot of players um un, you know understandably but yeah we unfortunately that's that's the world that we live in i noticed there's that bomb threat for uh for one of the Germany international games shortly after that as well. So um, we'll see. We'll see what, what ends up happening uh, with, with Schalke. You know, what I, 
what I still kind of think is that we're going to see some young guys who will be playing on the team next year. Um, and maybe it's simply because they have nowhere else to, to go right now. But um, yeah, it's, 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 it's certainly one to watch. Certainly want to watch. Um, I just, I sure hope that, that I heard to don't pull a hurt to, I mean, imagine coming back and losing that one. <laughs> but again, as Polly said, nothing surprising. I wouldn't be surprised to even see it. Crazy times, crazy times. Well, I mean, and, and just overall player safety too, um, you know, kind of, kind of pivoting off of that, you know, we, I, um, shock I had said that on, on ESPN FC last week, you know, when we were talking about the, the super league and how UEFA, you know, stood up to that and, you know, all the clubs stood up against that and how they have this effort when money's on the line, but you see, you know, racism and all these other things in the game that, you know, okay, we'll give them t-shirts. So we'll, you know, we'll put up a banner and, and call it a day. It is very interesting. Like you, you, you kind of have to think, okay, Bundesliga, take this seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like, like these were attacks at players in your league, like physical attacks. Take that shit seriously. You know what I'm saying? Um, so hopefully the league and the club can back the guys and make them feel safe. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I know the club is um, like cooperating with like like all the like the uh, local authorities and everything about the internet and trying to figure out the best way to go about this because like they're, they're trying to figure out how to how they approach this like yeah yeah it's just it's, yeah but you yeah you'd hope you'd hope that they can uh, they can address this you know with the same type of energy that like, that they would address like, other things. like if you if any short of ban for life is unacceptable yeah for for like for even like bonus like because like people are like oh well i'll just go support another, another club well you're banned for life from Bundesliga. Like, you know you can't. It's a good call out. I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Um, you know, you see clubs do bans, but I, I'm not sure about the league. I mean, I'm sure it's happened before. Uh, but yeah, that's a really good point. Because you, you know what? Like, I mean, you would you hope too that the people who are like actually being like physically abusive and like throwing stuff like rocks and things like you would hope that those people would get arrested and like thrown in jail for a couple of years or so like yes i mean it's assault yeah you know yeah and and it's you know it's, it's tough boys because we talk about you know the fans in bundesliga um and it is unfortunately it's, it's two sides to that to that coin you know um a place we, we often talk about frankfurt and these places where you know premier league teams and you know other teams that aren't used to having a fan environment like that coming in, you know, very much the hostile environment. And, um, yeah, you know, when you have that type of, <laughs> of environment, it, 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 it breeds both positive passion and, <laughs> and negative passion. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy times we live in it, boys. Um, let's, uh, well, we got the Pokal to look forward to. How about we uh, we, we give calls on that, what we're, what we're looking forward to in, in those fixtures. Um, we'll hold off on our, our calls for uh, for the next Bundesliga match day since we will be off for the 
the Pokal semis. Um, but it's going to see Bremen and Leipzig on Friday and then Dortmund and Kiel on Saturday. Maybe Leipzig, Dortmund. Okay, he's sticking, he's sticking with it. I mean, this is the safe bet. Polly, do who you got going through? I think he's got Dorman. He's on mute, but I can I can read his lips. He said Dorman winning it all. So he's wearing a, a Highland kit. You better get off mute. I'm splintering your name. Foolish. Out here. You're foolish. You're foolish. <laughs> Probably Dortmund and Leipzig. Dortmund and Leipzig. Yeah, Keena, you got the same. No, I feel like you got an upset, don't you, Keena? Now he's on mute. Oh, he said. What did he say? He said her, her, the herd is not playing, bro. Did he say kill? Did he say kill? <laughs> oh, he said kill. <laughs> I mean, he's a kill fan. Kill did get back to playing after they their uh, after their little hiatus um, for their own little outbreak that they had to deal with, and they did get the win. So, no, he's got Dortmund Leipzig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Dortmund Leipzig, but I think Kill will give. A better game than Bremen would give to Leipzig. I think the other way around, but that's just me. I low key do too. I I just I, I low key need, do too. Something I have a about sneaky it. suspicion about Kiel. I, so something, something about them in this competition, and that's why I don't think that we're gonna see it. I think it's too predictable. I mean, this is a team that knocked off Bayern, so I feel like we're kind of like, oh yeah, they're gonna give some problems to Dortmund. It's kind of like how I felt with Sevilla. You remember that, like. Sevilla and Bayern it was an absolute clash, and I thought, "Wow, they're gonna really, they're gonna really give it to Dortmund." Um, Dortmund went out there, you know, took care of business. I, I kind of get that same energy here. I, I don't know. I just feel like Bremen gonna do something freaky. <laughs> yeah, we've seen Bremen do some freaky things too. Yeah, Pokal and <laughs> true. And Kiel's been, you know, they've been quarantined for three weeks prior, so. I think their rhythm might be off. They got the win back. You know, you got one win under your belt, but, you know, Dortmund's flying high right now, so. It's going to be fine. going to be fine. No Bayern. They still can't get over that. Whole extra weekend of Pauly and Hansi Flick yelling at him. <laughs> he gave him, a, he gave him a, uh, a day off. Well, I mean, he of course, he had business to, to take care of. They said it was rather is pretty quick too. So I'm pulling out the Audi. Um, yeah, had to go. Uh, had to go meet Polly. Figure out what he's going to say next. <laughs> FC Hollywood. Uh, anything on the slides? No high takes. It's, it's been pretty pretty uh, lukewarm takes tonight. Like people are holding back a little bit. All right, then. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. What you got? Real quick. Bremen is in the relegation playoff. At the end of the year? At the end of the season? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to ask anything else. We're just going to leave it there. Um, <laughs> we're just going to leave it there. Yeah, if you didn't hear that, Stevie said Bremen, relegation playoff at the end of the season. Oh, well, who they, who will they play then? Just give me who they play. Kiel. Mm. 
Now, Kill, did Kill miss any games? They missed games, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, they missed three. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, so two they points, definitely got... Two points yeah. out of the playoff game with three in hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Hamburg hasn't been too hot. Okay, 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 okay. I like it. I don't like it, but... I, you know, I ask for takes. Get ready, get ready for your uh, Bochum Overlords next year, though. Here he goes again. All right, about time to cut him off. Bar's close. <laughs> As always, you can find us on Passive 620 on Twitter. Polly D holds it down. Come say hey to him. Ken will buy you a drink. Um, let's just on streaming sites. I hear we I hear we got some guests. So I need to give a shout out to our guests. Is this an actual thing? Like, do Not I need, do I need to do I need Not to yet. get the Not fans yet. excited for it? We because we got the anticipation for it, you know. All right. Not yet. They're in Not the works. Yet. They're in the works. Yeah. Rumors about rumors about some late season features, some big names. I don't want, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but let's just let, these are some these are big names. Look forward to it. <laughs> Till next week. Bye bye.